some of the creative industries in many developing countries, we know them because we see what they do, but they don't have enough a scale-up to export. Hello, this is the weekly Tradecast, a podcast brought to you by UNCTAD, the UN's trade and development body. I'm Sarah Toms. We're exploring how major events are shaping trade and development and how that affects billions of people around the world. This week, we're talking about the creative economy, ranging from theatre, music and film to advertising, fashion and computer games. It's one of the world's fastest growing sectors. UNCTAD said the industry, now worth at least 1.5 trillion US dollars, can power sustainable development at a time when creative solutions are needed to overcome global challenges. But developing countries often lack the skills, infrastructure and data to capitalise on these dynamic opportunities. To find out how more economies can unleash their creative potential, we're joined now by senior economist Marissa Henderson, chief of UNCTAD's trade and creative economy section. Before the UN, Marissa taught in universities in Argentina and the UK and worked for a British MP. A passionate animal lover, she has volunteered with various charities for the protection of animals. Well, welcome, Marissa. Thank you. What do you mean by creative industries? Because it's very wide-ranging, isn't it? It is. Sarah, one way of looking at this is by seeing creative industries standing at the crossroad between art, business, culture and technology. They are indeed wide range and they are very different and they can be very traditional industries like for example books, painting, sculptures, but they also can be very technologically driven industries like for example films, applications, software, but also can be service-oriented industries, architectural services, advertising. Tell me a bit more about why the creative economy is seen as so important and what kind of potential is there? The short answer is that creative industries, creative economy are vital for sustainable development. So they generate income, they create jobs, they generate trade, they promote innovation. At the same time, they have a a human element because they promote well-being and and cultural diversity. Just to give you an idea how important these industries are, they represent about 3% of the total GDP. That is a lot. That's globally. That's globally. They represent, in terms of jobs, 6.0% of global employment are in creative industries. Again, that is quite a lot. So they are an an incredible source of employment, diversity, trade, and investment, and innovation. At the same time, as we knew it during the pandemic, they are a great source of well-being. Yeah, certainly a lot of streaming going on, for instance, and Zoom calls too. Yes. So why isn't more advantage being taken of the creative economy then? On the one hand, I could say that creative industries are like any other industries, that governments need to nurture them and need to harness these industries. In the case of creative industries, talent and creativity is not enough to create an industry. There are a lot of things that need to be put in place to actually exploit these industries for economic growth and economic development. So in many countries, there are weak institutional and political structures in place. There are low levels of investment, or entrepreneurship, there are 
massive copyright infringement. So at the national level and international level contribute to actually make maximization of these industries for economic gains. What would you say the challenges are then to, to growing these industries, especially for developing countries? What we have shown in, in our research is that it is true that developed countries dominate the market of creative industry. The Creative Economy Outlook just launched, we show that 90% of the exports of creative services come from developed countries. There are, however, many developing countries that have been able to exploit and explore and take advantage of niches and use these industries for economic gains. Indonesia, for example, has developed an e-commerce platform that is similar to uh, Amazon. It's called Shopee. And it started like a startup and now it's actually very, very well used, not only in Indonesia, but in the whole region. And the same thing, they have done that with blockchain. They have used this technology to develop platforms for their music. This is just an example. Developing countries, we showed in our research, is that they have a lot of potential on South-South trade, meaning that they share, they sell their created goods and services among themselves. So there is a lot of potential with, with economic South-South cooperation. But it's very, very important to promote at the national level these industries in an interministerial manner. It has to be for foreign affairs, the labor ministry, the trade ministry, the culture ministry, technology if they have. So that's very important to have the institutional uh, settings in place, but also the different laws that are needed. There are some countries that don't have the intellectual property laws in place, or they have them, but they are not using them at their potential. And levels of investment, I think it should be very important to have some private partnerships to promote this in developing countries. What happens is that sometimes very, very small enterprises, so in order to actually export, they need to scale up the production. So actually, you get to a point where they can export. Mm. So some of the creative industries in many developing countries, we know them because we travel, we see what they do, but they don't have enough a scale up to export. So that's very important. And international level, I think it's very important for uh, developing countries to have access to their goods and services. Some actors and some artists find it very difficult to find visas to go and actually do a show. And this is one of their main sources of income. So there are some non-market access barriers that are actually not helping countries. And so the work that WTO is doing and the, the member states are doing with the WTO in that respect is very, very important. Also, UNESCO has the Convention for um, Cultural Diversity, which to protect particularly traditional knowledge and diversity, which is already very, very important link to intellectual property as well, because it's important for many countries to avoid cultural appropriation. Technology is transforming every industry. So what are the emerging skills and resources that are needed to thrive in the creative economy? We don't know yet. There are so many. I think there is an important message here. The new technology is changing the way the created goods and products are created, conceived, 
produced, distributed, and consumed. And it's not something foreign for developing countries, not something that has to be a very top technology. There are technologies that are available in open source for everybody to use. And it's important for developing countries to use and catch up on these new technologies. The metaverse, for example, there are some new technologies that are emerging, for example, in the gaming industry that they will probably be used beyond the gaming industry for the other creative industries. It's very, very important that developing countries catch up on the use, improve the digital infrastructure. I think this is crucial to have a marriage between creativity and technology and promote that in developing countries. 90% of creative services are from developed countries, but there is also a point that developing countries don't always provide figures on creative services. So we don't have figures, data on creative services on many developing countries. So ANTAD is working with developing countries to help them to see how they can tell us and they can inform the UN how to compile the data, how to interpret the data and how to produce mapping. So there is a lot of training that we can do. We do it with capacity building, with policy-oriented research and with consensus building. Thank you to UNCTAD's Marissa Henderson for being this week's guest. Tune in to the weekly Tradecast next week and every week for more insights on the most pressing issues around the world of trade and development. There's even more on our website, untad.org. I'm Sarah Thomas in Geneva. Goodbye for now. Thank you.